Welcome to Talos Takes, the quick take podcast where our researchers break down this week's hot topic in cybersecurity for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. Hey everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Talos Takes. Uh, this is John Munshaw again, and uh, today for our latest work from home edition, I am joined by Edmund from our outreach team, who is here to talk to us about Medusa Locker. Thanks for coming on, Edmund. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So the reason why I have Edmund on this week is because he recently wrote a post for our blog about Medusa Locker, which is a ransomware family. Um, And Edmund, this is, you know, part of this blog post is basically saying like, hey, this is your, you know, this is a ransomware family, just like a lot of ransomware out there. You know, but what are we seeing with this family in particular uh, that makes it notable, that might set it apart from some other ransomware? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. Um, ransomware, it really runs the entire gamut, right? You've got uh, some low-quality ransomware, and then you've got really professionally written ransomware. This one's uh, particularly interesting because of the uh, level of network awareness that it has. So uh, one of the things that the malware author built into this ransomware is the ability to profile the network of the infected system to try to locate things like file servers and other uh, notable systems that can also be encrypted to maximize the damage uh, caused by the ransomware. So when you say that they're profiling the network, what exactly is involved in that? Uh, so essentially what they do is they, on the infected system, they'll take a look at the, the network configuration and then they'll use uh, ICMP packets to effectively try to ping sweep the entire network address space of the system to identify other systems that may be online that they could then pivot to from uh, a file storage perspective using a server message block, the SMB protocol within Windows. So again, when it comes to ransomware, uh, some of your you know defenses are always going to be the same. Try to avoid clicking on very obvious malicious documents or very obvious phishing emails. Uh, those kinds of things are, are staying the same here for this family. But is there anything when it comes to detection or prevention or coverage that we have that's specific for Medusa Locker? Uh, Well, one of the interesting things with this particular malware family is their use of a specific list of hard-coded mutexes. So if you're not familiar with a mutex, effectively when a program launches on a computer, uh, one of the things that it does is it creates a mutex to avoid being launched multiple times. Uh, And effectively, Medusa Locker uses a specific set of mutex values. So you can actually build detection on endpoints around that, basically blacklisting the known mutexes used by uh, Medusa Locker because they're uh, a pretty small set of of mutexes. That's something that that we don't necessarily see all of the time from from different ransomware that we analyze. And then besides some of the things that I just mentioned, um, like, you know, avoiding phishing emails, that kind of stuff, uh, is there any general advice around uh, avoiding ransomware that you think I might have missed just for the average user? Well, given the, the current circumstances and the amount of remote communications that are currently taking place due to the uh, current pandemic, uh, one thing that I don't hear discussed a lot is the use of things like uh, you know Discord or other chat platforms as a means to transmit malicious files. And we have seen ransomware spread through uh, the transmission of you know Discord attachments, so the, the malicious files being uploaded to Discord, uh, and that's how they get to their victims. So that's definitely something to think about as well when you're you know, attending remote meetings or uh, collaborating with people remotely. Yeah, I was going to say, besides, you know, Discord, that basically can happen with any sort of online chat platform, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's not something specific to Discord. It's just an example because I do see it uh, specifically used from time to time. 
Well, thank you very much uh, for coming on with me this week, Edmund, and enjoy the rest of your time working from home. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you very much for joining this episode of Talos Takes. Please join us next time where we talk about something else that's top of mind for us. Mm